Welcome to the Superpowers for Good show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe. Today's guest, Jeffrey Hollander, is the co-founder and CEO of the American Sustainable Business Network, which comprises the recently merged American Sustainable Business Council and Social Venture Circle. He'll also share insights about his superpower, reflecting on his own role in creating the problems he hopes to solve. Jeffrey, thank you so much for joining me today. This is such an exciting time for SVC and ASBC and now ASBN. Thank you very, very much for joining us today. Well, I'm thrilled to be here and uh, thrilled to have the opportunity to chat with you. Well, the, the, the privilege is all ours, and we recognize that you are uh, incredibly busy, especially now with the impending holidays, the just-completed merger that you've been working on for a year, and the busy life you lead as a, an author and uh, executive and all the rest. So thank you. Um, let's jump in right quickly now. Uh, ASBC has been around for about, what, 15 years since you helped 11. found it? 11. 11. 11. Sorry, I got a little carried away. Uh, and uh, SBC, SVN has been around for three decades, I think. Uh, and and the two organizations began a process of coming together a little over a year ago. Tell us a little bit about what, why this works and what has what is accomplished by this merger? Sure. A um, couple of things to mention. <clears throat> the beginning of this process began at the Social Venture Network conference a couple of years ago, actually, when Anand Girahadis, the author of uh, Winners Take All, was speaking to the SVC community and challenging them to do more to expand their positive impact in the world. And he really challenged them around the notion of public policy. He, he, he basically said, it's wonderful that all of you individual businesses are doing good things, but we're not going to change the world. We're not going to deal with the social, economic, and environmental challenges we face unless we really change the rules by which all businesses are operating. And that was a challenge that the SVC community just deeply embraced. And I was, I think, sitting next to Val Redhorse Mole at the time, who was the executive director. She sort of looked at me and she said, wow, I bet you guys could help us do that. And it, it was the genesis of the idea right there after he spoke. It led to a series of dialogues. And, you know, the other question was, well, does this really make sense for, for ASBC at the time? And what we recognized was that SVC had developed this incredible community, this incredible network that the American Sustainable Business Council had not created. And our community was, was eager to have the kinds of relationships that Social Venture Circle had fostered, the kinds of networking and peer-to-peer -peer relationships. And so there was really something compelling for both organizations. And, you know, we live in a world where the more power and influence you have, is especially if you're doing the kind of work we're doing, the better. And so by teaming up, 
we, we both came to the conclusion that we would be able to better fulfill our missions and our goals than we could individually. And that was the beginning of a long and deliberate process. We, we, we walked slowly down this road and really wanted to make sure that it was the right thing and it was done for the right reasons. And we heard our stakeholders and listened to their concerns. And uh, I'm, I'm thrilled with the outcome. I, 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 I couldn't be happier with the fact that we've come together, that we will be, be one organization uh, in the future, and uh, we will have a stronger and more powerful voice in making the world a better place. So the, the, the teams have operated together in a sort of uh, quasi-merged way already for about the last year. Uh, what have you learned about the synergies over that time of, of sort of practicing? Well, you know, we've, we've really gotten to know the Social Venture Circle staff and, and particularly uh, Isaac Graves, who is the executive director there. Uh, you know, for me, one of the greatest assets of this merger is getting Isaac on our team. And uh, we've gotten to know the rest of the Social Venture Circle staff. We've, we've had joint staff meetings together. Uh, we have been able to benefit from the knowledge they have of systems, the way in which they organize programming. And, uh, you know, as the courting continued, the excitement anticipation only got greater as we learned more and more about the capabilities, both of the organization and the individuals specifically. As you think back to the, the dozen years or so you've been working at this now uh, with ASBC, now ISBN, uh, what do you think of as some of your big wins terms of influencing what goes on in Washington and elsewhere? Well, you know, most recently we worked very hard on this infrastructure bill and the White House issued no less than four press releases acknowledging the role that uh, we were playing in, in really rallying the business community behind the importance of this infrastructure bill. And the passage of that last week was really exciting uh, we still have to pass Build Back Better. We're thrilled that the House has already done that. We still have to fight that battle in the Senate. But certainly, that was a defining moment for our organization. This Build Back Better bill is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to make critical investments socially and environmentally. Very importantly, the biggest investment that the country has ever made to fight climate change. Critical critical, must-pass legislation. So that was a real highlight. We were thrilled to be a part of the JOBS Act to move, uh, to democratize the way in which businesses can raise capital. Uh, that was a real important win for us. We've had some exciting wins when it comes to water and water conservation. Uh, and, you know, <clears throat> That's, that's, that's what it's about. It's making these structural changes in the way business works, the way our government works, so that we're designing a more responsible, sustainable system, which has really been in tremendous disrepair over the last 40 years. 
the area era of neoliberalism has just put in place really dangerous, damaging policy that we've been working very hard to to undo. Yeah, I think about the Jobs Act, which is something that is near and dear to my heart, uh, and think about the impact that is having uh, on access to capital, right? What we're already seeing now in the still early days of regulation, crowdfunding, and uh, and uh, the new A-plus rules, Reg A-plus rules, and, and what we're seeing quite clearly is that some of the gender and uh, racial biases that clearly exist in venture capital and banking and even SBA loans, all those things, we're not seeing that in in crowdfunding. In fact, uh, in crowdfunding, the uh, underrepresented folks are are really not underrepresented, which is great. So kudos uh, for, for that. That is a big win. Uh, and I congratulate you on that. Um, As you look forward, uh, past Build Back Better, clearly a big uh, opportunity for the the organization to wield influence one last time. Um, How do you see the role of business in in sort of moving Washington? You know, it seems like there's a a traditional business voice and and your voice uh, representing businesses is a contrasting voice. How do you think about all of this going forward? Well, you know, on the other side of the equation is often the Chamber of Commerce. And uh, sometimes I tell people if they want to understand our position, look at what the Chamber of Commerce is against, and it's likely that we'll be for it and vice versa. Um, But we have some big challenges ahead. You know, we've got to put a price on carbon. Putting a price on carbon will be totally transformational for our businesses and our economy. And it will really reward those companies that have been committed to internalizing those externalities instead of dumping them into the environment and onto our society. Then we got to move beyond just putting a price on carbon and we got to move towards this notion of full cost accounting so that we really have a true price when we buy and sell services and products that really is representative of what it costs us to make and use products. And we get a really distorted signal today because so much of the negative as well as positive impacts aren't included in the price. I mean, think about uh, buildings and real estate. Those are hard assets that go on the balance sheet. If you improve a building, you get tax benefits from doing that. But if you invest in your workforce, if you train them, if you if you teach them new skills, if you help them grow and develop, for some reason, that's not considered a financial uh, transaction worthy of, of note on your balance sheet. So we need to, to create incentives to reward that positive behavior as well as to penalize the negative behavior. And uh, as I said Putting a price on carbon is the, the, the first step in that process. And uh, we look forward to, to following that all the way down the line. Yeah, that's a, a critical step, isn't it? You have been about uh, climate change and protecting the environment uh, in, throughout much of your career. 
uh, you founded and, and ran, led a very successful enterprise, uh, seventh generation. Uh, take a 60 seconds or 120 seconds and tell us the story of seventh generation for those who aren't familiar. Sure. In uh, 1985, <clears throat> I wrote the first book I'd ever written called How to Make the World a Better Place, a Beginner's Guide. And that really sort of opened my eyes as to all the ways we and in, we as individuals can make a positive contribution to dealing with environmental challenges. And that book really led to my partnership with Alan Newman and our launch of uh, Seventh Generation way back in 1988, before the term green products even existed. And uh, we started out in the mail order catalog business not just selling toilet paper, but we sold organic sheets and organic t-shirts and organic underwear, as well as water conservation products. And then in uh, 1995, we sold off the mail order catalog and just focused on the seventh generation brand products, which were mostly household cleaners, paper products, and personal care products. And, uh, you know, we've managed to build over uh, 30 years of business that's almost half a billion dollars. That's, that's really a, a remarkable influence. You think about all the, the, the better for the world products that you've created that have replaced worse for the world products. Uh, that's a lot of impact over three decades. So kudos and congratulations. As you reflect on your career uh, and including the work you're doing today and the success you're having and have had, what do you think of as your superpower? Wow, that's, a, that's an interesting and challenging question. Um, certainly one thing that I reflect on, and by the way, reflection is part of that superpower, I think, because we don't do enough of it, uh, as is staying in the moment and living in the present. Uh, but what I would say is, is my willingness to take a hard look at myself in the mirror and uh, see the way in which I'm contributing to the problem uh, myself. Uh, it's always easier to point fingers at other people. It's much harder to see how we are sometimes at fault. And that kind of honest, humble way of reflecting on yourself and your behavior, to me, uh, makes me a better leader, uh, makes me a more compassionate and humble person. And uh, uh, as challenging as it is to do, uh, I think that it has helped me succeed and accomplish much of, of what I've accomplished so far. Well, uh, that is a, a powerful insight, and I, I'm so grateful that you'd share that. And as you think about the, the role of uh, reflection and living in the moment, um, can you track that back in your mind now as you reflect on reflecting, <laughs> a little meta, but uh, can, can you track that to some of the impact you've had, the good you've done? Do you see the, do you see the connections? Well, I certainly see it when it comes to leadership. Um, the honest way in which I try to see myself, uh, I think, really inspires other people uh, to do the same. And, you know, no one, 
no one's perfect. We all have faults. We're all on a journey uh, to continually learn and become better human beings. Um, and I think that, that one of the things that I'm the proudest of as a business person is my ability to be a leader and to have people, uh, I, I, I would almost say want to follow me, but, but I don't really quite look at it like that because I sort of see myself behind them helping to move them in the right direction, but, but they're leading themselves as well. Um, and the ability to unleash the passion in the people that you work with allows you to accomplish amazing, incredible things because this resource, this human resource has so much potential beyond what most people have been able to develop. When we create the opportunity for people to grow, when we create the opportunity for people to learn and unleash the power they have within them, that really enables businesses to accomplish extraordinary things. And I think it is the team of people at Seventh Generation uh, that, that I give the credit to for what the company has has been able to do. Yeah, I, it's generous and a sign of a great leader that you give so much credit to your team. As you think about uh, this idea and the, these concepts of building on your, your superpower, how would you counsel uh, the people who are listening today to develop that strength themselves? Well, I go back to what we were talking about before, which is reflection. Reflection is really, really important. And we don't stop often enough to reflect on how we're doing. Uh, I think <clears throat> about reflection together with intention. If you want to grow and you want to change, you have to have clear intention. And then you have to reflect on your progress where is it working? Where is it not working? Where are you doing what you want to do? Where are you not doing what you want to do? And the combination of that sort of cyclical process of developing intention and then reflecting on your progress towards that intention is a cycle that I've been in for 20, 30 years. And it is critical to my own growth because it's hard to change. We have these deeply developed patterns we tend, at least I should speak for myself, I tend to order the same thing at the same restaurant every day. We need to break out of those patterns. Uh, we do the same things. We read the same kind of books. And to create new innovation, new possibility, we have to break out of those patterns. And that takes a tremendous amount of focus and, and very deliberate intention. Yeah, that's that's great counsel. Great counsel. And I'm going to I'm going to reflect on that counsel and, and apply that in my life. I promise. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, you know, ASBN, congratulations on the on the merger it, is poised to make an extraordinary difference in the world in so many ways, including in Washington. Uh, before you go, would you take just a minute and uh, or two and tell people how they can learn more about ASBN, how they can join, 
how they can connect with you uh, uh, personally or on social media. Share what what you will uh, about ASBN. Sure. Well, first of all, the website, as you you would expect, is a tremendous resource uh, for people that want to learn about the public policy positions we've taken. There's many, many opportunities to sign uh, to support legislation that is that is in development right now. So go just Google American Sustainable Business Network or whatever your favorite browser is, and you'll land on our website. And uh, that's the place to sort of begin your exploration. We also have working groups. And uh, one of the things that our members most enjoy is working with their peers in these working groups on circular economy or climate and energy or ESG. And there's a whole bunch of opportunities for people to participate in these working groups. And we encourage people to do that. Of course, we want people to become members. We can't survive without our members. Our members are critical. And the dues scale is is, uh, adjustable depending upon the size of the company. So it is, uh, I think, quite affordable for most companies to join. And for us to increase our power, for us to increase our influence, we need more members. And and the members are the lifeblood of our organization. Um, I, of course, have uh, an email address, uh, jeffrey.hollander at gmail.com. And I'm happy for people to reach out to me directly. and it's H-O-L-L-E-N-D-E-R. My grandfather's name was Hollanderski. Got shortened at Ellis Island. Uh, but uh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our website. Email me directly. Whatever uh, is most comfortable for you. And we'd love to get you engaged. We'd love to tell you more about our work. We'd love to tell you how you can help us make a difference. And uh, make sure that uh, our future... Uh, is not just sustainable, but is truly regenerative and just. We need to both pursue justice and and uh, sustainability at the same time to deal with the social and environmental challenges we face. Fantastic. Well, uh, Jeffrey, thank you so much for being with us today. Again, kudos, congratulations on the merger. Uh, thank you for uh, a, a tremendous career devoted to these causes of the environment and social justice. Thank you. Uh, and we wish you every success in going forward and continuing that great work. I'm sure there's a lot of impact left in, in, uh, in your life. And we, we will look forward to following that. Well, it was an honor to be with you and uh, thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity to share some of my thoughts. So thank you and, uh, look forward to staying in touch. All righty. Let's do some good. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to the Superpowers for Good show. Twice each week, we host changemakers who share their impact, insights, and superpowers. Don't miss another episode. Subscribe today at superpowersforgood.com. That's superpowers, number four, good.com. Be super empowered. Get your copy of the book, Superpowers for Good as an ebook, audiobook, paperback, or hardcover edition via your favorite online retailer. Interested in having me speak to your company, organization, or association? 
visit devonthorpe.com. Then let's talk. Now keep using your superpowers for good. Together we can reverse climate change, improve global health, and eradicate poverty.